0: You need to believe that the best is yet to come. You need to have the belief that the best is yet to come in your business, that the best is yet to come in your marriage, the best is yet to come with a connection with God. If you don't yeah. have the belief that God is working in your life, that God wants to bless you, and God wants to fulfill you, that God wants to just prosper you, then you're always going to blame God. If you don't have the belief that the best is going to happen in your relationship, that that you're going to work it out, that you're going to see better better days, you're not going to fight for it. If you don't have the belief that in your business the best is yet to come, that you're going to increase your revenue, that you're going to you know find innovation, that you're going to find more clients, you're going to find a way to systematize your business. If you don't have the belief, nothing is going to happen. Welcome to the God Money and Sex Podcast. My name is Rojo Velasquez. I'm here with my beautiful co-host.
1: Vivian Velasquez. So excited to be here with you, my love.
0: I'm excited to be here because we missed it last week. Last week I had my bootcamp experience, the Next Level Experience, the Edge program, when I had a bunch of high-level, successful businessmen coming coming to get their asses kicked. And that's the only time that we really uh,
1: miss it. If you are there serving your men. And I actually came into the office and I did a Facebook Live. I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday, but... Yeah, we missed you.
0: It seems like a long time. It seems like we only have been week. here for, for a couple of weeks. But. It's well, week. welcome. If you're watching us for the first time, just follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Comment below if uh, you're watching this, this podcast live and give us some questions that we answer the questions as best as we can. If you listen to us in the podcast, just subscribe. We have weekly podcast Uh, vivian has her content online have my content online so we appreciate you following we appreciate your attention and we're gonna do our best to bring you the best insights that we've gotten for this week so let's get started what do you got babe what do you got
1: i don't even know what title we it was for today but i know that we wanted to talk a little bit about what what happened last week and i first of all i just want to say like to the men that were out there most of the time I get to go and speak to them for at least a couple hours. And for me, is always such a humbling experience to be there. And I think humble is just one word. I'm just like in awe of how um, eager they are to learn and how they, they really want to change. And I know most of the time, like I talk to the woman and I tell them like, we have an advantage because our men are out there wanting the change, looking for change and that's that's always like the, the hardest part to, to have that in in the relationship. It's like when one person is changing, sometimes there's a struggle because the other person doesn't want to change. And I get that, but at least in in this part, like the next level experience, I'm teaching the men, and they're they're eager for change and they want the change and like they want their awareness to grow. And then now since I'm um, stepping into my truth, then I am helping the women also understand and for for both of them to grow together because we've been in this place in the past where like you wanted to grow and and you were investing in yourself and then I was left behind. And I know we talk a little bit about this um, during the events, but you know what? It's a place where we feel alone and I think like we feel especially when you've been in a marriage for so long, like all of a sudden you want to change. All of a sudden you're going to invest in yourself. And then the truth is like, we feel like unseen, unseen. And we feel unloved. We, as,
0: I think that we, like as men, the hardest thing for us to do is raise our hand saying that we need help. I yes, think that, so and that's I why honor, I applaud. I, them. I, I honor every single man that, yes. that goes into a personal development program, yes. that attends seminars, that, that reads books, that tries that reads books that tries to get better themselves. Because yeah. that's the hardest shit for us to do. The hardest thing for a man is, is to make to, that choice. To make the choice and say, you know what, yeah. I can't do this alone because we've been conditioned, Be conditioned to believe that we could figure this out. We've been conditioned yeah. to believe that we got this. Because as a man, that's what our parents taught us to not to cry, to man up, to to figure shit out. But at the end of the day, you know, it's well, some, some of the guys I work with, they're successful, they're making money. Yeah. You know, the the success is not the problem. The is you said, is, not the problem? is the is the loneliness sometimes of of the disconnect that we create because we build walls. As a man, we build walls, and I think yeah. that every time that we build a wall, the people who care about us, we're separating ourselves from them, and that includes our wives. And I've done so many times. i like, like, don't fuck with me, baby. And I'm trying to build a business. Don't, like, don't get into my wall. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm in, in the mission. And in the past, that warrior mentality created separation between you and me and created separation at the, at the end between God and me. Because I think that a lot of these men, when they came, they all had armors on. They all have armors. They like you know a couple of guys who challenged me. There was a doctor there with a PhD. There was a guy that owned a, a, a multi-million dollar company from Mexico, and they all looked at me and said, Well, what are you gonna teach me? I've done everything. I, yeah. I've already read everything. Like, what, what can you possibly teach me?" And I love that challenge because at the end, it's not me. Yeah. So what I told them is, is, "I'm not gonna teach you shit. Yes. I'm here to help you remember and discover." And then every time before these events, I get into a Uh, a place of surrendering because I know it's not me. Like I'm asking God and I'm asking the universe to really come through me and allow me to create a space for this man to find their truth, to find their, their purpose, to find their beliefs. Because I truly believe that every single man that comes to this type of programs, they're looking for purpose, they're looking for truth, they're looking for the next level. And sometimes they need somebody that is in their face to help them see what the next level looks like.
1: Yeah. And I think you're right what you said, like, you know, they come in with an armor and, you know, and that's that's the part that I admire the most when like I'm sitting in front of them and I just ask them to continue to be vulnerable because I think that's that's a place that a lot of us don't go. And even on this event, like I told them, I'm like, if you need to physically, emotionally pretend that you're taking out this armor from your body, like do that. Because I need to see your heart, like I need to feel you. And that is something that maybe you weren't doing at home. And I know that's how it was for us because, like you said, like you know, you're this high level entrepreneur that are going 110 miles an hour when you're out there and you give it your all. And then you come back home and either like you don't want to play full out because you're already tired and you come in, or you're still wearing this heavy armor and you don't allow. You know, your partner or your spouse to really see what you're going through because, you know, you still have this heavy armor on. So I told him, I'm like, um, visualize in your head that you're actually taking something off, that you're actually like taking off this heavy, bloody, dirty, armor that you've worked throughout the day and that's kind of like this transition that needs to happen when you come home and we talked a little bit about this it's like and we've talked about it in the past it's like how can you let go of that and how can you come home instead of giving your all out there and then come home and, and given like the the shitty part of you the, the part that is depleted the part that is you know whether it's angry or anxious or just tired that you come home and it's like you have nothing left to give
0: is a thing that we Create an armor when we go into battle in our business and we are being hit left and right, problems, challenges, uh, emergencies, urgencies. So when we are in that zone, we come back home and we're exhausted. Yes. And we are energetically, emotionally physically exhausted and then when we have a partner a wife that is like okay i want you to see me i want you to you know to look at me i want you to pay attention to me like no it's like, sudden, what, we about become, like we become, what about like, me like what like okay whatever you want honey like we don't want to <laughs> battle we don't yes. want to fight and, and then, then you know, like, like we're talking about right before this podcast like the difference is men, you know we're lions in the in, in the office but we become tame and circus lions more like pussycats at home yeah we become pleasers at home we could be badasses and kicking ass and in the office and in business, but when it comes to our home life, we're just pleasers and, and we then just you give turn up. Like, we we yeah. just you know, give up our power and yeah. say, hey, whatever you want. And I yeah. think that's the polarity shift where yeah. that affects men if because that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's, a st- it's like at the beginning of a, of, a, of a marriage, maybe that could work. At the beginning of a business, maybe that could work. Long term, that's not sustainable. Long term, to, to because that's going to deplete. I mean, it has happened to us many times. It depletes emotionally it takes away from clarity it takes away from being focused and, it, and you create a, a, a an armor against god too like so many times i felt like like where is god in my life is god really working through me because it seems like nothing is working and sometimes we just feel like we are alone
1: yeah i think that's i was just going to say that i think maybe because you have everything like to yourself with this armor on top of you then it's like you feel like you got to take care of it all So, you know, like God can't help you because it's like I'm carrying this and my wife can't help me because I got to protect it. So it becomes like this, like I, I, I. And it was it was something so beautiful that um, one of the participants there said to me, like something about like we're keeping score. It's kind of like a game. So when I come home, like I need to I need to get like a point or a check or whatever he said. And I was like, well, are you in this marriage? Are you in this relationship to play a game? to win like are you winning points or do you want to win your wife do you want to win her back do you want to win with love or do you just want to win with points and have like a big scoreboard and all of a sudden like you have a scoreboard and you don't have a relationship so a lot of the times it's like bringing that awareness to like what is it that we want and I think we don't take the time to really ask or listen to the question it's like what is it that I even want my relationship to look like and and like that alone is it's huge like that Question, like, what do you want your relationship to look like? And I know, like, that's how it was for us. Like, even, even now, like, we still go through challenges. And you know, now, like, I find myself like working on on my stuff, and it's so draining. And then I have to catch myself, like, not to give it my all just to that place, not just to my business, but also to allocate it to like, you know, my 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 feminine being, my self care, and my kids and to you like you know we have to like implement all these things that we're learning and i think that's like the hardest thing because it's like we're teaching something and it's so vivid in our mind but not unless we implement it on daily basis then it doesn't it doesn't become part of us
0: I want, and the thing to do is to get a strategy yeah you can't do this by winging it you can't do this by just thinking it's going to happen yeah i think that a lot of us as men we think okay if i, if I could just create a strategy in business it's gonna work but then we don't have a strategy at home or we don't have a strategy with a connection with God we don't have a strategy yeah. of what we're gonna do to feed what we call feeding the king yep. so one of the strategies that want to share with you guys and, and here is number one is take ownership the strategy number one that will prevent you from having challenges with your wife or, or even people around you is like own your shit like, take ownership. Don't don't blame the other person. Maybe the marriage is not the way they want it. Maybe the business is not what you, the way that you want it. Maybe a connection with God is not the way they want it. But at the end of the day, if you take ownership and said, okay, I'm taking ownership of the things that I could have done better, the things that I didn't do, or the things that I'm doing, the moment that you take ownership, you actually are taking responsibility and the power to do something about it. Most of us, what we do is if she changes Then it's going to get better. If he changes, it's going to get better. If the market changes, it's going to get better. No, adapt to the change. Everything is going to change. Your partner is going to change. The business is going to change. If you refuse to change, things are not going to get better. So number one is responsibility. Take responsibility
1: for the things that you're doing. And it's funny because um, it was something with Alejandro that he said to me. And, you know, like I always feel like we have two small kids and not small kids. Now they're 12 and 13. But they always like teach us so much. And they are like our greatest teachers really like. always something comes up and he was saying like he was mad at something and it was mad at himself and he said mom it's so much easier when somebody else does something to you so you could blame them for it and you don't have to take responsibility for it but in this case like i'm mad at myself and it's not a good place and you know transformation may not be a good place you changing may not be the most you know fulfilling loving place but I could say that once you become a little bit more aware of the things that need to change, and and to me, like awareness is, you know, breaking away from the illusion of what the world told you to do, breaking away from the illusion of like things in the past, the way that it was in the past. For me, like awareness is like, what feels good to me at this moment for this version for vivian right now and what is going to be like the greatest best impact and, and i think like once i go from there and it's like oh okay taking responsibility for might be the best thing right now because i'm sure there is something that i could be responsible for even though i may not want to see it hmm. and that's how it was for my son that day he was like i didn't want to see it i didn't want to take responsibility for it but i know that i had to
0: when well, and and the second thing is awareness right the awareness yeah I mean, it's so it's so cool to see like son at that age to have the awareness of his emotions. I mean, we call this what we do. We call it emotional fitness, right? Yeah. Emotional fitness for high-level entrepreneurs. Emotional fitness for high achievers. Emotional fitness for for having a uh, a better understanding of where you're going. And I think the awareness is key. Awareness of who's showing up, mm. because it's a, when I teach my guys, there's three versions of you that shows up. Either the peasant shows up, and the peasant looks to blame. The peasant looks to you know to point fingers, or the warrior shows up. The warrior is the one who's like. Who the, who the fuck are you? Like, you owe me this. Like, you know, I'm, the, I'm doing this for you. And the warrior wants to burn shit to the ground. The warrior wants to, like, pick fights. The warrior wants to go to battle. Or is the king going to show up? The king mindset, when the king says, okay, what's, what's the best for the kingdom? What's best for the whole? What's best for the entire, entire family? Not just what's best for one person. Yeah. And if you start thinking about having the awareness of who's showing up at one point, then you could make choices based on that version of yourself.
1: Yeah, we have something a little bit similar to that I teach the girls when it comes to like different energies. And I think I did it last week even. That's why it's so vivid in my mind. Um, it's it's having like that mothering energy, the temptress energy, and the queen energy. And those are all three energies that we could call forth. But I think a lot of the times, like you say, like, there was no awareness between those energies or whatever's happening at the moment that we just react to whatever's happening. So I think like if you get anything out of this podcast, it's like you know take the time to actually pause and ask yourself like one who needs who needs to take responsibility for this moment and what energy needs to come forth at this moment like who do i need to be to make things better right and um just going back to the energies like if you think about like your mothering energy i think a lot of us women like we live there for way too long and even though it's good and it's it's there there's so much beautiful things that come from it the nurturer and the the taking care of and the giver, there's so much around it. I think that once we lose, there's also like the shadow part. If if we live on it too long and we instead of taking care of, we want control. Mm. And, and then then we lose ourselves, right? And then we talk about the Temptress energy, which is maybe something that we talk about in this podcast a little bit more, because it has to do with uh, the sex part, is is this energy that we put aside. The, you know sometimes it collects dust in this box this beautiful box this beautiful decorated box it collects dust because we put it aside whether because somebody shamed that part of us or because they made us feel guilty about something that we did or just maybe even things that we say to ourselves because i talk a lot about that it's like the, the things that we say to ourselves sometimes are more harmful than what other people say so maybe like we've said something in the past that made that part of us wrong and then when we need to use it then it's it's not easy for it to come forth and then maybe that's when we see this polarity issues because if your man is coming home and you're not really in this energy like how can there be any polarity how can there be any attraction how can there be any like temptation between the two of you if that doesn't exist in your body and I'm not blaming anyone because I know like I've been there for too long in the past but it's like when we become aware when it's like okay I'm gonna let go of this illusion that maybe that energy doesn't exist anymore but it's like can I bring that forward can I take the dust off this box and then can I open it up and see what's inside can I become curious of what it looked like what it felt like and then when I look at it can I try it on again? Can I make the time to actually see what it felt like in the past? And the minute that we start to remember, it just comes back alive because the body knows. Yeah. Here's here's
0: how that applies. So I'll give you a little story. Vivian and I, we've been married for 20 years. We have already two kids. They're, you know, close to teenagers. My son is a teenager. My daughter is, is 12 years old, almost a teenager. And we've, in the last, what, so ever since we hired a sex coach, we had a, a really good sex life. At the beginning? At the yeah, be- when we did it? In, we, no, we I'm saying right in the last couple years. Okay. So recently, on the summer, uh, around June, July, actually July, uh-huh. yeah. we bought a dog. And, and after we bought a dog, I could really ta- start timing
1: the the times <laughs> that we
0: started having less and less and less sex. Until I realized, just a couple weeks ago, we were out dating, it, and I said, babe, realize that we're not having as much sex as we used to have before. And it's not because... You know, we we don't want to It's because there's something in there There's there's something that, like I come home and you don't want to have sex I don't want to have sex And and we both realize it's it's the fucking dog It's the fucking dog that's there Because the dog sleeps in our bed The dog is in our room And you automatically get into the mother energy. I was going to say that
1: it has nothing to do with the dog. It has to do with the energy that I carry. It's like I become this mother, this nurturer, taking care of this little baby of mine, you know, tucking him in and making sure that everything's okay. And if he's coughing, if something's coming up, like I need to be there for him. And then that takes away from like me slipping into this other energy right so it has nothing to do but with see, the the, dog. the
0: warrior wants to go to war and say this fucking dog is the one that's taking that's, that's taking the energy the dog. Elimin- so then then we started having the Poor conversation Benji. you know i started looking at this dog and the dog just wants to be loved the dog is a cute dog and, he's a baby and, and, and then i started thinking okay what would the king do what would the king do and i started realizing that it was i was allowing that and we were not having the communication aware with the energy and the polarity yes. happening. It was happening. And, and then the moment that we had a conversation, the moment that we, we, we became aware of it, yeah. we were able to handle it.
1: And and I, I have to say, like you, you really handled it very well because... You know, like we had this conversation. And at the end of the night, I'm like, forget this. This is not my dog. I'm taking him <laughs> out. And I actually picked him up. And, you know, like but I, that, mean, I have the
0: heart to leave I, him outside. I that that was, was like, like OK, who's you.
1: who's first? My is it my dog or is it my king? I was like, it's my king. So I took the dog and I put him outside the, the door. And then cold it was,
0: weather was cold. No, but outside. he's not
1: outside. He's outside our door, our bedroom door. So I just put him out in the hallway. Our house is big enough. And. I put him outside and he's just laying there and I go into the bathroom so I could take a shower and like get ready. And then all of a sudden I turn around because he follows me everywhere. Then I turn around and I see him like bringing in his cover like he was holding it in his mouth. That was
0: the saddest thing. Yes. Was and I, it. I just
1: looked away and then you're like, okay, you picked him up and you put him back inside and you like put the cover in the bed. But at the same time, it we continued like it had nothing had to do with the dog. That, yeah. No, right. We
0: had epic sex. And it was good because I, we, I was able to turn off that yes. mentality, that energy of the dog being yes. there. And, and also because
1: handle. I took responsibility and it's like, well, how can I show up for yeah. myself? And how can I show up for you putting aside, like, Okay, the dog is just a dog. It cannot interfere with what we've already built and what we work so hard for. Like he's not going to come and tear it apart in the you know this couple of weeks. And, and we
0: see so many women with these little dogs, and now I understand. Like little dogs feeds a need, that emotional need. Of
1: course, they're so loving, and it gives you so much significance. And then the guy goes
0: second now because now the the woman doesn't need like first is the kids, then is a the dog, and then is 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 the man in, in the house. So yes, you know, so yes. a tip is a tip for guys who listen. Don't get your wife a dog don't get a puppy don't get a a cute puppy if you want to have more sex (laughs) don't get rid of the dog don't get a cute puppy or bring the awareness so you can have the conversation and get go around yeah because
1: it has nothing to do with the dog if it's not the dog it will be the kids if it's not the kids it will be like a new a new friend or grandkids or whatever it is it's like there's so much distractions that happen throughout life from this world you know if it's if it's not one thing it's another i think it's just you having the conversation of like okay hey this is what needs to change this is what i'm missing this is what i'm longing for this is what we need like and that's what we say all the time it's like when i forget you remind me when you forget i'll remind you from a loving genuine place of like you know we've we've done the work like let's not go backwards because it's so easy to get back from like where you started and that's the third so point easy. and the third
0: point is have clear conversations bring bring the conversation forth you know i'm so proud of one of the guys who came into the boot camp when he came back he was he was telling his wife because his wife asked him for divorce Mm. Uh, uh, a while ago, and then he came to my program and he says, I want to bring my wife back, I want to claim my, my wife back. I love her, I don't want to divorce her. Beautiful. So he went back and he says, Raul, I told her, I said, Give me 100 days and I'm gonna conquer your heart. You know, after 100 days, if you want to divorce me, that's fine, but just give me 100 days. I said, That night he had epic sex, <laughs> and the wife was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Who is this guy that's showing I'll up? I'll give you
1: 100 days. I'll give you
0: 100 days after what happened that night. We'll give you 100 days, but at least is showing up at least it's having those comments and saying hey this is what i need yeah. here is what we're going through and acknowledging the problem and doing something about it because that's number one so number one thing that we're going to share with you in this podcast that we already share with you is Responsibility. responsibility take ownership it's take not her fault it's not his fault just take ownership and yeah and don't try to blame each other the moment that you blame each other you're, there's no upside of blaming no you can only take ownership and, and control of what you're going through the second thing is bring awareness of what who's showing up in your relationship who's showing up in your business who's showing up in a connection with god is it the peasant that is always asking god please give me this please take care of me is it, is it the peasant that's showing up in your relationship, always blaming other people? Is it the peasant that's showing up in your office, blaming your employees, blaming your customer? Or is it the warrior, the warrior that wants to just go to battle with God and go to battle, battle with your wife and, and blaming and, and trying to just look for problems where there are no problems and burning shit to the ground? Or is it the king, the king that's looking for connection, the king that's looking for, to create, the king that's looking to, to expand? And and that's when you realize that you have to have conversations to see how are you gonna bring that energy forward, how are you gonna bring that part of you forward by having conversations. Said, okay, this is what needs to happen. Like in, in business, clear strategies of what needs to happen. In relationships, clear conversations of like, do we, how much how sex you wanna have? Are we having sex? Are we not having sex? And yeah. really taking aware of what you're doing because a lot of a lot of us we just think that winging relationship is gonna is gonna be successful
1: you know what well, we talk about this all the time nobody ever prepares us for a relationship and I think like you know very few of us really invest into like having a sex coach and having like seminars and, and the growth of what relationship could be like but I think maybe you don't need to do all of that but if you are willing to have these conversations and have this clear understanding and it all begins with asking yourself what it is that you want and I'm sure like you ask yourself in the morning, like what do I want for my business? As to what do I want for my wife and my relationship and my kids? So it's like if you don't know what you want that you don't even know what to ask for. Mm-hmm. And I think once you become clear on that, then, it, then the relationship becomes a little bit easier. Maybe not at the beginning because there's, there's so much change that needs to happen, but take it like one step at a time, but at least take the step. And you know, like we said, it's just like bring that awareness of like what needs to change. What, what can I do to change? What needs to happen for me to change? And then like there's a ripple effect that happens.
0: And the, and the last thing I think that we'll, we'll close on this is you need to believe that the best is yet to come. You need to have the belief that the best is yet to come in your business, that the best is yet to come in your marriage, The best is yet to come with a connection with God. If you don't have the belief that God is working in your life, that God wants to bless you and God wants to fulfill you, that God wants to just prosper you, then you're always gonna blame God. If you don't have the belief that the best is gonna happen in your relationship, that, that you're gonna work it out, that you're gonna see better better days, you're not gonna fight for it. If you don't have the belief that in your business, the best is yet to come, that you're gonna increase your revenue, that you're gonna, you know, find innovation, that you're gonna find more clients, you're gonna find a way to systematize your business. If you don't have the belief, nothing is gonna happen. I Just believe, believe that, too. that the best is yet to come. That's one of the best taglines that we that we're constantly reminding each other. Like the best is yet to come. I
1: mean, you say that all the time, but for me, it's like you know, God has given me everything that I need right now. For me, it's like I know, and that that's the difference between you and I. It's like I, me, I'm always in the future, and I'm trying to like see what's coming. But for me, it's like right now, in this moment, in this present moment, because I think like as human beings, we're always planning far ahead and maybe too far ahead and let's let's just focus on this moment that's and where you like, ground
0: me that's what you, you bring me back to the <laughs> ground that's what yeah that's, that's what you you have to understand that when you We're are when you are with your partner both of you compliment vivian compliments me because she's always grounding me she's like okay i know you want to i know you want to go to the next level but you have to enjoy the level that you're in right now we have yeah. to be be okay with where you where we are and i think that that's where a lot of us especially as entrepreneurs we get caught up on the one day one day i want to do this one day and then- or you
1: have plans like so far ahead that you're not focusing on what's in front of you and i think like god is so good about being prosperous in our life and it's like but could you could you be patient and can you be present to what is happening right now for you to see what needs to change because like if we're not present to what's happening right now if we're not present in our relationship right now then how how could you want a better marriage if you can't handle what's happening in front of you that's right so I think God is you know so merciful and so loving but at the same time he's a god of of order and it's like start one thing at a time and start with what's in front of you
0: that's right so thank you for following us thank you for sending us your messages yeah. I thank you for all the feedback that you guys given us we constantly get feedback from you we constantly get the message yes I we love that thank you so every much every single message yes. we read every single comment every single email all the we private do our best stuff. to answer the questions and understand the best is yet to come
1: and for me enjoy what's in front of you <laughs> enjoy the moment because the moment this moment never happens again
0: unless you rewind the video and then you watch <laughs> it again and again so follow us in, in Facebook follow us on in Instagram follow us in, in uh, YouTube follow us everywhere except for our bedroom that's where we keep it private thank you I appreciate you babe I love you appreciate you giving us all your knowledge and, and insights learn it live it experience, experience it. it
1: love, love life, life.